thanks for tuning in to Renoites. Renoites is a interview podcast hosted by myself, Connor McQuibby, here in Reno, Nevada. I talk to all sorts of folks from Northern Nevada. This is one of a series of bonus episodes that I'm recording live at the Riverside Farmers Market. We are between normal seasons of the Renoites podcast right now, but I still want to be able to share businesses, nonprofits, people's stories throughout the summer. One of the ways I'm going to do that is by being at the Riverside Farmers Market most Sundays at Idlewild Park from 8 to 1, and sharing some mini episodes, usually about 10 to 20 minutes, with some of the other vendors from the market. I hope you enjoy this one as well as the others to come. If you have suggestions for guests, please let me know. Send me an email, Connor, C-O-N-O-R, at renoites.com. Tune into the regular episodes, which will be returning in the beginning of September, and I have live episodes coming up as well. Of course, if you enjoy this show and appreciate the work that I'm doing, I would love your financial support as well. You can learn more at patreon.com slash renoites. And now this week's special episode live from the Riverside Farmer's Market. Ryan Stark from No City Coffee, welcome to Renoites. Thanks oh. for coming on the show. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Yeah. So you are new at the Riverside Farmer's Market just the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah. It's, and it's been so much fun. There's been so much support out there. I love it here. This is this is kind of the the park I would go to in high school for mm-hmm. uh, for lunchtime. Right. So, oh, do you go to Reno High? I went to Reno High, and and so this is all kind of old home week and in a park I've spent a, a great deal of my life in. So nice. It so it feels very natural. Yeah. So No City Coffee, ha- you have a regular location. So you're new at the market, but you're not new as a coffee shop. That's right? that's correct. I, there's a brick and mortar uh, that's a, a wonderful collaboration between myself and the Great Basin Food Co-op. That's at the top of the food co-op, and it's kind of the, the first step into their kind of reopening the food shed cafe, where there's going to be all sorts of, like, uh, fresh made-to-order burritos and sandwiches and stuff. And we're building a big patio that's going to go above the parking lot. It's a it's a lot of fun, exciting things oh, nice. going on over there. Yeah, I and remember so. when there was um, there was food up there before, and then it was closed for a while, and then I know that no study came in. Yeah, Amber and Nicole, who uh, started the co-op, are old, old friends of mine. We all went to elementary school together. And I've, we all kind of came up in the same punk scene together here. And um, and when it was time for me to move back, I, I was in Oakland doing, I had my own shop down there and a bakery also and a roastery. And it was time to move home because mm. um, we're having our second child and all this stuff. And kind of right before I was about to pull the trigger on a couple of leases for a just a coffee shop around here, uh, I called Amber from uh, Great Basin. I was like, what if there was a cool coffee shop at the top of the co-op? And she said, that'd be great. Ah. This would be, we've never really been good at coffee mm. and we all kind of feel bad about that. What? And I was like, I think this is happening. Right. So, nice. Yeah. And yeah. it's a great, it's a great space up there. Um, Cause you're just in the, kind of the front part of the upstairs, but it's like right by the windows and you've got like nice booths and furniture and it's a, a cute little area. There's lots of plant life up there too. Man, do I appreciate you saying that. that the, <laughs> the whole layout was kind of my vision mm-hmm. and I kind of wanted it to feel like the Reno downtown library, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite places in the world. Oh, amazing. And so we have a bunch of plants and natural light. My wife is the one that actually takes care of the plant. She's a big plant person. Mm-hmm. Our, our living room looks very much like no city at this yeah. point. <laughs> and myself and one other person, Dane, uh, Dane Hammond, did all the construction for it. And my, my toddler and I made all of the, the tables in my backyard. Nice. Uh, over the pandemic, I built a little wood shop and I make little things out of it. Too, oh, that's so. awesome. Tell me about coffee, how you got started working in coffee. No, it's a lot of fun. I, I, uh, I was the very first employee over at Bebo Coffee. Oh. And so I cut my teeth there and at, at an old location that they no longer have uh, on Mount Rose Street. And then it just kind of continued and continued. And uh, I fell in love with my wife 
and she was living in Oakland and I moved down there and mm. I realized like my passion for coffee doesn't end with just this job that I had. I like, there's other, th there's things I want to bring to the table that mm. I'm not seeing bring brought to the table out there, especially in the Bay. Mm. And so I, I just, it was time. And so at, at the time I, I had a day job, I was one of the managers down at Amoeba Music. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so it's basically been coffee shops, tour or record shops is basically my whole adult life. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was just kind of this natural transition. So we opened a coffee shop right beneath the apartment where we lived in. Mm. So what's, what was that like opening the first like coffee shop that you did? Like you said, you worked at Bebo, but what was it like kind of cr taking on the business yourself? You know, I, I was lucky because, um, I, I had the good fortune, uh, Paul and Deb who run Bebo, uh, are very knowledgeable people and they're great people to work for. So I had really, really good people to just kind of show uh, by example mm. of just the way they operated of, of how to just how to be kind and how, how to keep people. And, and it resulted in me like I'd had like nearly zero turnover. I had employees who worked there. They opened it and they closed it with me. Mm. Um, so people usually work for me for years, not months. Yeah. That's a, a very good um, sign. Right. Yeah, and it, it, it feels good to do it. Um, yeah. And uh, and it feels even even better to be back home here in these streets that I know and love. Part of my heart will always stay in Oakland, but mm -hmm. I I live in the same neighborhood I grew up in. My kids play in the same park that I did, and it looks almost mm -hmm. the same. Yeah, I love that. I uh, same similar experience. I grew up here, moved away, and then came back. I also lived in Oakland most recently before I came back to Reno. What part? Uh, I lived in Jack London for about a year or so, mm -hmm. and then in Rockridge for about a year or so, and then in uh, El Cerrito. So not in Oakland, but okay. just kind of East Bay still. El Cerrito, shoo shoo. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Where'd you go? Yeah, El Cerrito. Well, it was El Cerrito was. Um, I, I liked it. It was, yeah. um, I mean, I liked Oakland more because there's more food and drink and culture and El Cerrito was, um, you know, yeah. it was fine, but so much more happening in Oakland for sure. Yeah. So tell me about No City here in Reno. How would you describe the coffee shop itself? If people haven't been there before, we have a, oh, sure. a, a lot of coffee culture here. So First off, it's, it's, I think it's just about the best view you can get in a coffee shop in Reno because we have windows that look right out onto the Truckee River mm -hmm. uh, from these handmade walnut tables that we made and and I, I have a, a kind of a unique approach to, to roasting. I'm really, really monogamous to the beans that I do. I'm not one of those roasters that's always out exploring new things. I really know what this coffee is and isn't supposed to do. I can feel it by the sound, by the smell. I can hear it. Um, and I just, I just keep doing it. And so No City uh, was actually came from an old photo that I found. Uh, that I took of the old city of Reno arch sign when half of it went out. So instead of it saying Reno, the biggest little city mm. in the world, it just said no city in the world. Ah. And at the time, I, I mean, I'm a big cheerleader for this place. And I really thought like, God, there's no city in the world. It's quite like this one. No city in the world has a Truckee river going through it. No city in the world. Can you go a half hour one way and be in a forest and a half hour in another way and be in the middle of a desert. Mm -hmm. uh, no city in the world quite has this like unique little art community that we have. There's, there's just so many things that make this place unique. And once I s ran into that, when I was looking for a new name, I, I knew it had to be no city. Yeah. How has the coffee culture kind of grown and changed? So you worked, you know, in coffee for a long time in Reno. And sure. Reno's grown in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think that coffee is kind of an indicator of how cities are growing and changing a lot, right? Um, how have you seen that happen in Reno? Well, it's it's been a lot to the point where I, I was even like, do I have 
anything to add mm. to to the conversation here. And I do. And it it's oddly competitive in ways that here that doesn't it seem to exist in other ways. There's there's um, people get really stuck in like using their coffee shop almost as a self identifier. Mm. We are these people you go to this place and that's just kind of what, what we are and what we do. And that's fine, but mm. it's um, there's there's enough coffee shops out there <laughs> for us to not have to really live like that. Mm-hmm. And so and so when when I came back, there's just all these all these new places. I mean, it it sounds like I was gone the whole time. Like we're in Oakland. I I kept a band going here for many years. Like this is I was back here all the time. So yeah. I wasn't like surprised by these things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but coffee is is a great coffee on on paper. Coffee has great great margins. Mm-hmm. And if somebody came into some money and wants to do a startup. It, it's a nice life. Everybody's happy to see you. Mm-hmm. They don't quite realize how it's harder work than people think it's going to be. But it's not surprising. Yeah. And especially for like uh, young white folks that like get your inheritance or something like that. You're like, yeah, so, right. so open a coffee shop. I love it. What's, been, what's it been like working with the, the co-op? Like you said, you have a good relationship with them. Uh, what's that been like as far as working with them to create the space, working with them to let people know that the shop's up there? How's that kind of collaboration been? Oh, it's it's been absolutely unreal, and it's given me access to things that I never would have before. Uh, for instance, like over there, we make our own chocolate, we make our own vanilla, we make our own chai, I make my own almond milk. Mm. Um, these are things that are uh, absurd to even think about doing for a, a standalone brick and mortar shop mm-hmm. but i have access to all the distributors and all the local purveyors and, and vendors mm. uh, that the co-op has and so we can really just pump that place full of really good stuff uh that's sold to us by people we can shake hands with mm-hmm. that's organic and 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 just really really good for you yeah. and so that's one of the fun things i could at my old shop in oakland i was always having to buy milk from someone else and then all of a sudden I'm in a position where I was like, oh, this is the milk I'm serving to this person that I'm in this latte or whatever is done by people I know. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something that feels really, really gratifying and really safe. Um, I think I, I've done really, really well by the co-op. I think the co-op's done pretty well by me. I think it's a really good collaborative thing we have. Um, and I'm, I'm just really excited for the future with them. And the ability to do fun stuff like this, this yeah. trailer too. Yeah. How long have you been open in the space in the co-op? Uh, a little over a year. We're, actually, we're going to be nearing two years here pretty soon, I think. So we're we're still brand new on the scene. Mm-hmm. But I've, I mean, I've been in coffee now since two thousand three. Right. So it's, it all feels very very normal. Yeah. And, and really good. Nice. Tell me about the truck. So you've been here the last few weeks, and you yeah. now have a you. You're not just in the brick and mortar. You're out and about. Yeah, and and it is it is such a cake and eat it too situation where like I I get to like be part of the co-op and help run this this beautiful place and do things that are outside of that like expand here and do all sorts of other wholesale stuff mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun and and see what what my talents can bring to other businesses too other coffee shops that are looking for something else and the trailer is just a, a natural extension of that and and Casey who runs the uh, the farmer's market, act, the whole thing just came from her coming up to me once and saying like, hey, it would be so cool if you had a trailer here. Mm. <laughs> well, okay, let's do it. If I got invited to the party 
uh, th- then it's time for me to, to uh, yeah. So I, I wound up getting a trailer. I got all this stuff simply by that one vocal invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, I mean, that's one of the things that I found is Reno is a small enough town and there's so much connections with all of the people here that a lot of the way businesses tend to work or people come together or collaborate is just you know someone who you could work with and collaborate with and it just feels very natural i think to work with other people here in town it absolutely does and i i I am very lucky that i'm like i'm in a place where there's there's people who can vouch for me that have known me for 35 years 40 years i'm like like kind of everything feels very comfortable here to me and i try to think about you and i have both spent some time here and it's 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 fun and it's nice and you and I know a lot of people and that's mm-hmm. and I try to think about what it would be like for people who don't know everybody and how welcoming I can be to people that aren't that because it's mm-hmm. so easy for us to fall into like we can talk like old times and the what what Reno was like back mm-hmm. then and stuff like that but if somebody just moved to Reno it can oftentimes that type of situation can feel really alienating mm-hmm. to somebody so I really Sometimes the more the more I get into like, hey, back home, what's up? Everybody's here. Mm-hmm. I walk in a room and I know everybody. This is great. Who's the person who's new that doesn't? Mm. Uh, yeah. And so, and a coffee shop's great for that too, uh, to really welcome new people. Yeah. Um, what's What's the response generally been to the coffee shop? Are you finding people are just discovering it because they shop at the co-op, or uh, what's that been like for new customers and that kind of connection? It's been 50-50. There's, there's a lot of people who come in because of me. There's a lot of people coming because of the co-op. Uh, and a lot of people have been coming to the co-op once a week for a year now and just discovered that there's some upstairs <laughs> and they just haven't tried. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it, it really runs the gamut and they're very, very... The, everybody's been very, very supportive of it. Love that. What do you uh, What do you do creatively? I know that like coffee shops try to have something that is that's really their own. And I know you talked a lot about you using these super hyper like local ingredients, things that you're mm-hmm. making yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that like the distinguishing feature of No City Coffee that you are doing everything more kind of handmade and personally made, or what is? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. What sets you apart? Kind it, of? it It'd be one facet of it. I mean, it, on a on a broad scale, on a broad scale, I'm I'm a white guy with a beard in coffee. So let's <laughs> let's not think that I'm in the minority yeah. here. Right. Uh, but me having having access to doing those things are, is absolutely unique and particular to No City, and its partnership and collaboration with the with the co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, that a, a normal brick and there's just no way a normal brick and mortar shop could do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely things about the way I roast that are different than the way anybody else roasts, but every roaster is going to tell you that. Right. And, 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 and they're all right. Mm-hmm. We're all right. And we're all doing uh, just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a coffee shop should be fun to work at. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that we've kind of demonstrated that we can have a really nice time and have our own little world it can also exist within the co-op and and we both can help each other out and so it feels very welcoming not every coffee shop i notice is fun to work at mm. i've noticed a few a few places and i'm not naming names or anything like that i'm just like man the baristas seem bummed yeah and they just don't seem to care they don't really know what they're talking about there's no real passion 
and it, and I have to assume that that just kind of stems from maybe them not getting taken care of mm-hmm. or, or just culturally what's happening. Yeah. But uh, one one thing is that like my passion for coffee will definitely go with whoever else is involved with No City. We're all in lockstep with that. Yeah. And so there's uh, and and it's fun. A lot of the time you can sound a little absurdly heavy talking about <laughs> perfection or stuff with with coffee and, mm-hmm. and it can uh feel a, a little alienating yeah or like inaccessible sort yeah of. and and honestly i i i hate that vibe in coffee especially when like uh i'll have people coming in that want to they don't know what a cappuccino is mm-hmm. and they'll come in really sheepishly like hey can i is a cappuccino a thing <laughs> and they kind of cower down a little bit and i, I say I just wonder, like, who hurt you? Right. What? <laughs> like, well, like, why are you what afraid? What <laughs> coffee shop were you, what barista were you talking to that made you feel like you you have to be so sheepish about this? Fine, let's, let's talk. We're, we're having coffee. We have won the race. We're, mm-hmm. we're here. So Nice. What is it about so coffee as a, a beverage? Like, why do you like coffee so much? And why do you like working with coffee so much? Um, what's special about coffee itself? Oh, it's great. Okay, well, first off, it is around the world something that people enjoy Mm -hmm. but it's a really really special drink and it's everywhere and pretty ubiquitous at this point and so a lot of people i don't think really look at the nuances of what the hell this thing is doing for people that a beer doesn't give you that a a whiskey doesn't give you that a smoothie doesn't give you there's something really unique about the type of conversation that you and i could have over a hot cup of coffee it's hot which means you can't chug it Mm. It means that if you're having something hot, you and I are committed at least to being at this table together for as long as that coffee exists. Mm. That means that you and I, are, we're, we, we have committed to some sort of conversation, and you just don't get that at Jamba Juice. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to have a conversation about something that we wouldn't have had over a movie, that we wouldn't have had um, necessary even over shot or something like mm. that. Um, and it, and it, is, it is a unique drink even for all the bars and and i mean our, for whatever coffee culture there is good lord there's a even more alcohol culture culture here right but one of the nice things about the coffee shop is everybody comes in kind of on their best behavior mm, right. they might be sloppy or hungover or, or tired or something like that but when you see someone in line at the coffee shop they are trying their best yeah yeah, probably unlikely to have like belligerent coffee drinkers who are you're gonna have to eighty six from your store. I imagine. No, yeah, yeah, I don't have to deal with that. I'm so thankful because I've heard horror stories out there, mm-hmm. and I'm so thankful I, I don't have to. Because honestly, uh, not to uh, I, every single day for twenty something years now, I go to work and everyone is happy to see me, a hundred percent of the time. I love that. And and it's it's a really really good life, um, and and that's that's one of the fun and kind of nutritious parts about coffee, that doesn't necessarily exist with other, you know, freshly made drinks out there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, where can people find you? You're you're at the co-op upstairs, and you're here at the Riverside Farmers Market. Yeah. You're going to be here every Sunday. Is that I'm, the plan? I'm going to be at the Riverside Farmers Market every single. T- if they're open, I'm going to be here. We're at the co-op seven days a week, eight to one, and and. And soon it'll be even more once once we open that food shed cafe. I wholesale to other places. There's a great there's a great shop down south called the Lodge, 
uh, which is up, up Mount Rose 431. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of the last thing you get before you get up into the trees. And they have a dynamite kind of swanky little little cool place that, that you can get cool cocktails and we serve our coffee too. And it's a really, it's a, it's a good feeling place to be in. Right and on. So we're, we're, and we're all over. Yeah. And where can people find you online? Are you on oh, social we're just media? At, at No City Reno. I'm, I'm on Instagram. I will probably wind up doing some more TikTok-y stuff. Mm. Got to do what you got to do. Right? I have, <laughs> well, I have a two and a five-year-old, so however much bandwidth I have mm-hmm. is is not really going to go to TikTok. Right, yeah. So one of these days I'll I'll learn it, but I'm, I'm just, I'm not there yet. Yeah, too and much. I, I'm too not much. in a rush for it. Yeah, yeah I don't blame you. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for stopping yeah. by the booth. It's good. I mean, I've been to the, the location in the uh, co-op yeah, a lot. Course, and it's, nice to, it's nice to see you here at the market, too. It, it's, it's so much fun. And the, the, the crossover has been really amazing, too. Just like seeing some familiar faces and also brand new faces mm-hmm. that never even knew about us. Yeah. And I mean, um, I'm finding the same thing with the podcast, too, really? where, um, yeah, it's just getting in front of different people that they don't know you exist. And then you get to talk to them. And all of a sudden, you have a new, um, you know, a new fan or a new customer who's going to come see you at the, the brick and mortar or who's going to listen to the podcast. It's a really been a fun way for me just to connect with more people in the community for sure. And, and that's why it's so people really write it off too soon as like a small town or something like that. But it really is the biggest little city in the world is no joke. Your podcast yeah, we're, that we're, I kind of feel like everybody knows about <laughs> it's named after our damn town and you're still finding people that haven't heard about it yet. Oh yeah. We're, we're big enough that there's, I think a lot of room for, for growth with more more guests, more episodes, more listeners. Mm-hmm. I think we are, um, I, I'm a pretty firm believer that we are a bigger city than most people realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, it's thank good, you good so much. It was a lot of fun. It's, yeah. it's good, good to hang out. Love it. It's really yeah. great just to be able to talk to folks about what they do. And uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of No City, so nice to actually have you on the show. How about uh, ne- next Sunday, let me, let me make you a drink. Love it. Absolutely. All right, man. Cool. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode of Renoites from the Riverside Farmer's Market. If you have suggestions for future episodes or any kind of feedback, please let me know on Instagram at Renoites or send me an email, Connor, C-O-N-O-R at Renoites.com. And keep an eye on the podcast feed for more of these special episodes, as well as regular episodes coming back soon. I also have multiple live events. You can learn more about those on my Instagram at Renoites or at Renoites.com. Thank you so much for your support. See you soon.